Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome in. Week 7 begins here in the Caesar Superdome. Steve Geller along with Jeff Nowak bringing you our first take coverage of Saints versus Jaguars Thursday night football. Four and two Jags have won three in a row, looking to stop that streak here tonight. And the black and gold coming off a loss, now three and three on the season, tied with Atlanta in the vision. Both those teams a half game behind those Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, Jeff, welcome into the broadcast. You've been on the road the last two weeks, so I've been missing you. Yeah, I mean, I left my house today, and I had to go back from my car. You might have noticed I walked in, like, just, like, a couple minutes before the show started. It's because I got to my car, and I went, like, half a block down the road, and I realized I didn't bring my press pass. It's been so That'd long be good, since I right. had to come to this building. Um, but, yeah, you know, the last time we were here, it was not a pleasant experience. In week four, you know, I think there was a lot of confidence going into that game. Saints were 2-1. and one. They should have been 3-0. and oh, And you thought, okay, they're going to come in this building, and they're going to put on a show for their fans against the division rival. They didn't do it. Now, so they, they need to put on a better showing this week and on a, you know, a national broadcast, kind of, if you consider Prime Video to be a national broadcast. Yeah, definitely. Close enough. But, you know, I think there is a very, very re- reasonable level of frustration from fans in terms of how this offense has been performing. And they just need to, like, this is a day where they just need to find a way to kick that and get better. You talk about the frustrations, and right now you look at the Saints offensive line. So many questions going into the game, obviously, and then we find out uh, with the injury report coming on on Friday, definitely no. Uh, both starting tackles in Ryan Ranchek's James Hurst are out. You also have the backup in Landing Young also uh, not playing today. So there's some yep. questions about who we could be seeing lining up uh, come game time here, and I think – we have a pretty good idea. Uh, I just don't know uh, what the status is going to be of a guy like Trevor Penning, uh, who was benched obviously last week and going into this matchup, even with the team hurting, uh, you know, and needing uh, bodies right now, are they willing to go back to him at this point or is he still going to remain the guy that's benched? (laughs) Yeah, I think the question is what's changed from last week in terms of why did they sit him down in the first place? Dennis Allen was asked after the game. He said that it was they wanted to let him take a step back and get some perspective and maybe learn that way. And, you know, similar to what you're doing with Nick Saldaveri right now. He's been active, but he has been in the behind the scenes learning. And I think you're kind of sitting those two next to each other and you're saying these this is how you guys are going to develop. Um, And I don't think, you know, there has been you know, there is an injury. James Hurst is out. Brian Ramchick is out with a concussion. But I, fr- from a kind of substantive standpoint, I don't think anything has changed. I think you still want to sit Trevor down, and you're going to say, okay, who is it that's going to be in there? Uh, looks like 
Cam Irving is going to be in there at right tackle. Right He's elevated, elevated right. From the practice squad. You know, first-round pick from 2015. And on the other side, you have another first-round pick from 2015. Both of these guys, Andres Pete and Cam Irving, I think you're going to see them in there. You know, these two, we're both first-round picks in the 2015 draft. One was 13, one was 19. Um, you know, we haven't seen Andres Pete play left tackle in a while. He has done it. He was drafted as a tackle. He knows what to do out there. It's not like Caesar Reed's going to right tackle, which he had literally never done in the game before last week. That's what he told me. Uh, and so, you know, you, you haven't seen Andres out there since 2018, but you should still feel confident that he can perform. And, uh, yeah, you're going to see. I don't know what it's going to look like. Yeah, that's one of the things uh, I think is probably the biggest question going into this matchup for the Saints is how does that O-line hold? What, first of all, what's the lineup going to be? I think you're correct in the fact that you keep Penning on the bench uh, and, and they're going to make that move uh, with a guy like Cam Irving, bringing him up to the uh, active roster. Uh, also uh, elevating linebacker Jalen Smith. That's all yep. obviously something not too much of a surprise with another guy, Demario Davis, who didn't practice all week. Uh, is listed as questionable with a knee issue. Dealing with a knee injury. And, you know, for DeMario, this is a guy who has never missed a game due to injury That's in wild. his NFL career. Yeah, when you told me that initially, I was like, wait a minute, when he joined the Saints, you're like, no, his no, entire just, yeah. NFL in career. In general, whether right. it's the Jets or the Browns or the Saints, he has never missed a game with an injury. And people might say, well, he's just made of concrete. He doesn't get hurt. No, these guys play through stuff. You talk to, talk to Cam Jordan this week, another yeah. Iron Man, and he was like, we don't have time to be hurt this week. I'll be, I'll be sore on Friday. Exactly. I love that. Um, but, you know, so for DeMario, I think, you know, I expect DeMario to try to give it a go. And, you know, Jalen Smith all along to me kind of read as DeMario Davis insurance. You brought him in in the offseason when DeMario was dealing with a calf injury. And, they, you know, there was, at that point they sent him for some scans. I don't think they were quite sure how he would respond to that. It obviously didn't force him to miss any time. Jalen Smith has been on the practice squad. Well, now DeMario is dealing with an injury, so it makes sense that you would bring up Jalen. Ideally, you won't have to use him. Hopefully, DeMario can get out there and play at a high enough level that you don't throw Jalen Smith in the game. But it's good to know that he is there just in case things don't go the way you hoped. Yeah, I would say that's a pretty good you know, security blanket to have just in case DeMario isn't able either to start or finish the game kind of deal. Yeah, and you know, I think you'd rather not move Pete Warner around if you don't have to, right? I think you want to keep him at will, and you would use Jalen at the mic. You know, the, the issue with Jalen... And one of the reasons you don't just have him on the roster is he's not really a special teams guy. I don't know what his, if he's going to have a role there. Um, but, you know, it's definitely a piece that you don't mind having, a guy who has had a lot of success in this league. Um, you know, he did the same thing last year with the Giants. He was on the practice squad, and then he ended their season as their leading tackler. So he's a guy that you know can get out there. He can make plays. I still have questions in coverage, but, you know, I think this is going to be a uh, ground-and-pound type game anyway with Trevor Lawrence kind of ailing with a knee injury of his own. So I think how the Saints stop the run today is going to be a big factor in whether this defense can bounce back, I mean, from at least the first-half performance last week. You know, they sure. allowed 4.9 yards per carry on first down last week against the Texans, and that played a big role in why you allowed 17 points, 90 yards rushing in that first half. So I think that's where, if you're the Saints, you've got to be better. You've got you to lock down on Travis Etienne. You've got to make the Jags have to force Trevor Lawrence to stand back there and try to make plays uh, and not be able to protect himself. Adding to you talking about the run game, also uh, Saints activating running back Jamal Williams from injured reserve. Yes, Good sir. to see uh, he is ready to go and back in the mix. It'll be questionable to see, I guess, how much action we really see him uh, take part in today. Obviously, Alvin Kamara, uh, Kendra Miller in that running back rotation. Uh, I'm sure we'll see some snaps from, uh, from uh, Jamal Williams today. I just don't 
not really quite sure how much you put him into the mix. Yeah, I think you're going to see him be the short yards guy, uh, at least at this point, at this stage where, you know, we haven't seen him practice yet. They didn't really practice this week. They right, did a bunch a of walkthroughs. Walk yeah. He would have been limited if they had had full practices. So, you know, I think you are still going to work him back slowly. A guy with a hamstring injury, he's been out four weeks, been on injured reserve since week two. So I don't think you want to – I think you want to work him in gradually. I don't think you want to give him a huge workload. So I'd expect him to be the third running back behind Kendra today, but we'll have to see. We don't even know. We have not seen it yet. This one-two punch with Alvin Kamara and Jamal Williams that we were so excited about in the offseason hasn't happened yet. Alvin was suspended the first three games. Jamal got hurt week two and did not come back. So, you know, we're still kind of finding out in real time what that all, what that all is going to look like. Just another weapon adding to the Saints offense. And obviously, yeah, we, we know they could use any kind of help uh, possible right now with the struggles they've had at finding the end zone. Going to get into more of the Jacksonville Jaguar side of thing when we come back from the break. Talking to WWL's Mike Dettelier. Get into the scouts notebook right here when we get back on WWL. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome back into First Take. Steve Geller along with Jeff Nowak. We're already inside the Dome hanging out in the Caesars Reward Lounge. Uh, getting ready for the Bud Light Countdown to kickoff, which will be coming up at 5 o'clock. And, of course, game time in the Caesar Superdome. 7-15 kickoff between the Jags and New Orleans Saints. Welcoming in now to the radio huddle, Mike Dettelier. Mike D's notebook brought to you by the Thibodeau Regional Health System. Mike, it is Thursday night football starting the week out right here, week seven at least in the NFL. Uh, looking at this matchup, a big question going in. Obviously, the status of their quarterback in Trevor Lawrence uh, for the Jags. All, all reports from Ed Werder and Adam Schefter, ESPN, seem to be saying it's going to be a go for him, and they're going to they're gonna see if he can uh, make it through the game. I know some pregame testing more on the field before they make an actual decision. But, man, oh, man, it's, it's going to be a heck of a time to uh, corral a guy like Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, you know, we talked about it yesterday. Uh, I, I thought he'd play. I know he's a tough guy. And, uh, man, it's the first time he's ever had to play with a brace. And that, that does take a little adjustment with him, but he's immensely gifted. 
He's got great size, strong arm. He's fluid. Um, now, I don't think you'll see him run around the pocket uh, like in, maybe we've seen a little bit in the past. Uh, he's a tremendous leader. And you know, I was telling you the story comes to Manning, and, you know, I get to kind of work with that group he's in, and he's a lot bigger than you might think. You know, you see him on television and say, man, you know, he's tall, but he's much taller than you think, and he's pretty thickly built. Uh, he, he comes off as a thin-built guy, but, man, he's pieced together, and he can make every throw in the league. I mean, he has got uh, some skills as a passer, and I think back of all the years I've done it, he's one of the top 12 players I've ever graded. I've done this 35 years or, or more. And and he's one of the top 12. I mean, he's got a lot of talent. He's still, I think, refining some of his skills in the uh, read-recognized coverage part of the game. But, uh, man, he's he's really gifted. They're a different team with him than without him. And I think because of the injury, even though we've seen it the last few weeks, this team has kind of run on the Travis ATN train. Tonight, I think they're really going to run it on the ATN train. You know, so, Mike, one, one guy that is pretty familiar to us, we haven't seen him in a while, is, you know, Calvin Ridley. He missed the entire 2021 season, I'm sorry, 2022 season with that gambling suspension. But he's a guy that's given the Saints fits in the past. I yes. still can't forget that 2018 game. I think he had eight catches, three touchdowns, 140-something yards. And, you know, that Marshawn Lattimore was on the team at that point. You can't say this was during the, you know, really questionable defense days. This is when the defense was performing at a high level. So, you know, what what is it about Calvin that that's allowed him to have so much success uh, against the Saints defense? Jeff, he came out of high school. He was a five-star recruit. He's one of the top ten players in the country. Goes to Alabama, and you could tell. He came to uh, one of the camps when he was a uh, entering his junior year down here. It's his ability to run really refined routes. He is so smooth getting into and out of his cuts and his breaks. And he's got a, a gear that he doesn't always show you, man, he can kick it in a high gear and fast. He's not the biggest or the fastest guy at wideout, but he is so skilled as a route runner and his ability to get into and out of a cut and a break. I thought, you know, early on, he didn't look as smooth uh, as I'd seen him in the past. But again, you know, he hadn't played in a year. Uh, that's difference working out and playing football. I think the last few weeks you've seen the Calvin Ridley we've seen when he was at Atlanta. He is a very skilled route runner, and he can corkscrew you into the ground. Even the best defenders have had difficulties with him because he is such a good route runner. And uh, he rarely drops a pass. He's sure-handed, very confident, and – He's a bit of a politician in the huddle. He thinks he's always open, okay? And, and all the receivers are like that, man. And I Familiar. think he's a real good politician uh, with Trevor Lawrence about, hey, just give me the ball. I'm, I'm Just throw it in my direction. I'm going to get it. And most of the time he does. And so 
to answer the question, is his route running skills, and he is so smooth and so quick to get out of those real sharp cuts and breaks. He does it like few people can in the NFL. I thought he was underrated at Atlanta. And remember early on, Julio Jones was still on that team. And so Julio got a lot, a lot of attention, man, but Ridley's a, a one hell of a player. And the Jaguars didn't give up much to get him. Uh, even if he's a one-year type guy, because I think this is the final year of his contract, man, you, you've got something in Calvin Ridley. He's a big play guy for him on offense. Mike, looking at the defensive side for this Jacksonville squad, I know uh, fans love to affectionately call him Saxonville. The main guy uh, doing all that is Josh Allen, seven sacks on the season. I know tied for second in the NFL right now. Uh, one of the many first-round picks on that side of the ball, though, for, for Jacksonville. Yeah, they loaded on that side with a lot of early-round picks. And uh, I know Trayvon and Walker through Pete Jenkins, and also I can say the same for Josh Allen. Uh, Pete worked for three years, uh, spring and summer at University of Kentucky. And he had told me, Mike, he's gifted. And he has got a hot, red-hot motor. He never stops on a play. And his attitude is so good about the game. He loves to play this game at the highest level. And it's his explosiveness. But it almost like I, I when I watch him, I, I can almost hear Jenkins in the background about how he uses his arms and his hands and the leverage skills to get around blockers. His story is unbelievable because he was a former high school wide receiver. And then he kind of grew out of that position. They let him play as a pass rusher. As a senior, he had one scholarship offer, Monmouth College. He, he was a New Jersey guy, and that was his only one. And somebody sent film of Josh Allen to Kentucky, and they had a couple guys late decommit, and they took a shot at Josh Allen. Man, he was gold for them uh, as a pass rush defensive end. And he's been outstanding with the Jaguars. His development has come across quickly, too. He, it don't take him long to process anything at the pro level. He, man, he's going to be a problem tonight. You, you better not try to block him with one guy. You better have a chip uh, with a tight end or running back because he is going to mow down if it's one guy. And we've seen it the last couple weeks. Pass rushers get in a groove, and they are hard to stop. Josh Allen's in that groove. Yeah, so Mike, not not a lot of head coaches get a chance to have a second act. To, you know, especially when you're successful in one place, and you, a lot of times you don't leave, or if you do leave, a lot of times it's because things don't go so well, and you're getting another chance. And that's kind of where Doug Peterson is at. And you don't, you know, I'm trying to think. Maybe Tom Coughlin is a good example, another guy with the Jaguars connection that went to New York and had success there. But you know, I think you're seeing a, a team, a guy who won a Super Bowl with the Eagles, now has a chance to lead a team that has a ton of talent, a ton of. Uh, you know, a ton of opportunity in a, what I would say is a weak AFC South. What is it about Doug Peterson that, that allows him to have success? Because uh, it seems like everywhere he goes, success follows. Yeah, Doug and I, we go back a long way. Uh, he's from Washington State, so to speak. But he goes to Northeast Louisiana uh, and is the quarterback there. That was the connection uh, coaching-wise. And he, he brought him to Northeastern. Then he goes to USFL, I mean, uh, 
NFL Europe with the Rhine Fire, and my neighbor, Joe Clark, coached him there. And so well, we've, we've had some kind of connections, and he was at Calvary Baptist uh, first starting his coaching career. After Man, he played a long time in the NFL as a backup. He, he has a way of knowing this game offensively, and he can relate to the quarterback position, the most important position out on the field. And he's got a good relationship, certainly, with offensive players because of being that former NFL quarterback. And uh, I was glad he got a second shot. I thought he had an outside shot with the Saints. They did talk to him before settling uh, up on Dennis Allen and deciding they were going to go in that direction. They did talk to Doug Peterson. And I, I know he he liked, he would have liked to come to this spot had he had that opportunity. But, uh, man, he, he's a hell of a coach. He gets it. He relates well to his players. He's always had good people on his staff uh, when he was at Philly. And now with the Jaguars, he surrounds – he's not a micromanager. You know, his deal is I'm hiring you, and you coach your position. And his probably closest friend in the coaching ranks, other than Andy Reid, was Sean Payton. They used to play golf against one another. Uh, I know he took a couple of nickels off of Sean a few times, so to speak. I remember uh, vividly that one, one of the reasons the Saints had to wear white at home was because Sean lost a bet over golf with Doug Peterson. <laughs> yeah, and so uh, Doug would always tease about, man, Sean's lousy at golf. He wants to tell you everything about how to play it, but he don't know nothing about it. So, uh, you know, Doug would just sort of go along, but it, it's a great shot, and I think about it, and we talked about it yesterday with, with Steve and, and with Bobby about how this franchise looked to be headed to London. It really did. Uh, you could see Mr. Khan was ready to get out of Jacksonville and fast. And then all of a sudden, you know, they get Trevor Lawrence and they bring in Doug Peterson. And in one year, what he did with that franchise. And they bought into it. I, they got off to a bit of a slow start this year, but man, they have really been hot. They're not all together like he wants it to, but he's very confident in what he has offensively that if they can stay healthy along the offensive line and they're, they're sort of beat up there too. And he did say in the off season, that was the one area he was concerned about uh, because of the fact they sort of paper thin, like most teams are in this league, that if injuries hurt there, then he might have an issue. But uh, he's got some really talented young defensive players. But they really built upon turnovers, pressure, Trevor Lawrence, Travis Etienne, and now the fifth piece of the puzzle, Calvin Ridley. Michael, another guy on defense I just wanted to bring up to you real quick. Former LSU Tiger and a first-round pick, too. Caleb on Chason, how's he been developing since coming into the league in 2020? Been a disappointment. Uh, to be honest with you, he's been a backup. Uh, I do know Caleb Vaughn can rush the quarterback really well. Uh, his problem has been uh, he hasn't played the run real well. And, that, man, they've been on him about it. That Come on, you, you just can't tee off. They're going to run right at you uh, if that's the case. Always was a gifted athlete. Always could get up the field and rush the quarterback. But in this league, if that's all that's in your mindset, you know, you got to play to run. Somewhere along the line, they've tried to convince him, hey, 
you can have a long career here if you learn how to kind of throttle down and not be so entrenched upon getting up the field. Uh, but, you know, he's a backup. But, man, one thing he can do very well, and that is get after the quarterback. But they got two guys ahead of him and Trayvon Walker and, uh, and Josh Allen. He's the, the kind of third banana of the group. That, that's pretty good, Steve, when he's the backup and you know he can rush the quarterback. His problems have been against, against the run. They run it right at it. Yeah, Mike, before we let you go, I do want to get your thoughts on kind of the story of the day. Trevor Penning headed back to the bench, it seems. And you're going to see Andres Pete at left tackle, Cam Irving at right tackle. I'm curious about your thoughts on that decision and whether, you know, what if you know anything about Cam Irving, uh, obviously first-round pick out of Florida State in 2015. Yeah, uh, we talked about it yesterday. We sort of figured, you know, Pete would get his shot at left tackle and Cam, you know, he's an experienced guy. He's played all five positions. Now, when they tried to move him to center, uh, that, that wasn't a good uh, decision to make. And Alex Mack was there for so many years with Cleveland. And then he takes off. He signs a big free agent contract with Atlanta. And so Cam never played center before. <laughs> and he was like, wait a minute now. It's a lot more responsibility here. Uh, right tackle and left guard has been what he's played the most. But he's an experienced guy. He understands how to play this game. It goes to show you the confidence level in Trevor Penning is at its absolute lowest. When you got a guy that was a first-round pick and you sitting him down for a guy a month ago who was on the street, basically Cam Irving was a free agent a month ago. And this is the guy who's starting uh, up front, and Andrew Pete. Man, it's been years since he's played that left tackle. That's your starting left tackle? Uh, man, That this doesn't look good for Trevor Penning. He's not getting it. And technically, you can see, after he made some improvements after week one and two, his hand placement, his uh, just his body skills, the way he sets his feet, he was thrown off balance on virtually every play last week against the Texans. And his, his hand placement is so, so low that you can get thrown off balance real quickly. That's not a good sign for a guy that you put a lot in the basket for in Trevor Pinning. So, man, when a guy off the street is starting and a guy who's not played left tackle in years is playing left tackle, that's not a good sign for Trevor Penning at all. You can say he's learning. Okay, guys, uh, how many times in our business they'll say, hey, I don't want you guys on the air. I want you all <laughs> to watch somebody do it. What? You don't learn a damn thing doing that. Get some perspective, you gotta Mike. You got to Huh? got to get some perspective. Like that's the, that's the line. <laughs> yeah, perspective. That means you ain't playing well. And so – that that's not good, uh, and and maybe, you know, right now his head's swimming and he's lost all confidence as a player. When that happens, you in trouble. He's he's got athletic skills. There's no question about that. And he's a tackle. Don't give me this BS about kicking him inside the guard. Yeah. He he is a prototype what you want to tackle, but he has not progressed very well. 
and now he's lost any little bit of confidence he maybe had at one time. And it affected his run blocking, too. He was not dominant there like we have seen him in the past. It's affected his game across the board. Mikey D, appreciate the time. I'll be talking to you soon. Coming up on the Bud Light Countdown to kickoff with the Cajun Cannon. All right, guys. Y'all take care. That was Mike D's Notebook brought to you by the Thibodeau Regional Health System. Folks, Oakland Heart Jewelers, Rolex Time Check. We are now just three hours, 30 minutes, three and a half hours until kickoff here in the Caesar Superdome getting ready for Saints Jaguars. Be back with more here on First Take on WWL after the break right here on the Community Coffee Saints Radio Network. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. Welcome back into First Take, hanging out here at the Caesar Superdome, already getting ready for a 7:15 kickoff between the Saints and Jaguars. Thursday night football, obviously on WWLAMFM.com and the free Odyssey app, gearing up also the Bud Light Countdown, the kickoff coming up at 5 o'clock with the Cajun Cannon will be joining us. I uh, want to get into some Saints sound we got during the week. Uh, wide receiver Chris Olave spoke to the media. Could be a big factor in today's game with a kind of suspect Jacksonville secondary. Here's what Olave had to say to this week. Did you learn anything from watching the film from, from Sunday? There's been a lot of talk, you know, miscommunication issues and things like that. So was there anything that jumped out to you when y'all went over it again? Uh, I mean, it's, it's, it was a couple things, like when we go tempo or two-minute drill. Uh, I mean, we kind of had a miscommunication somewhere else, but it wasn't too much uh, miscommunication, I don't think, like, of an organized play. So it was just, like, more uh, tempo stuff. Because that's tough of these uh, quick turnarounds. Playing from you know on the Thursday. Uh, that's we're professional, man. So you got to handle it uh, right and uh, just be ready on Thursday. Is it easy to like fix issues though in three days, pretty much? Uh, I mean, you just got to handle it. Uh, we know we 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 dropped one. Uh, we should have won, and but we just got to uh, move forward from that and, and capitalize on Thursday. Jaguars have won three in a row. What do you see from their defense? Uh, uh, they're really good. It's a really good team, and they got a lot of great skill players. Uh, they run to the ball. They fundamental. Uh, they got a really good offense too. So uh, we're gonna have to bring our A game on Thursday. Because with all the players you guys have, like, what do you think it's gonna take for it to look just kind of easier on offense? Looks, <laughs> everything kind of looks harder. Huh? Uh, it's, it's a good question, man. Uh, we got a lot of weapons. Uh, it's, I, don't, I, don't, I don't, I don't get why we not uh, ex- so explosive, but uh, I mean, it's, it's everybody in the building. Uh, we know what we got. Uh, we know what we can do, uh, but we just got to put it all together. Uh, it's still early in the season, but uh, we got to get it going at some time. Chris, when it comes to the red zone, is it as simple as just communication and the assignments and just being on the same page? 
Uh, just, everybody just got to do their job, man. Uh, we get in the red zone. We know that's a, that's a liability for us right now. So uh, we just got to keep going and ch- keep trying to get better. Uh, whatever whatever our job is, we got to do that, and everybody on the field got to do that. Receiver Chris Olave, and his only other game Thursday night, seven catches, 106 yards. That was last year at Arizona. Uh, Jeff, you know, this, this offense just it has so many weapons. We talk about them all the time. Uh, Chris Olave, obviously a big part of that too. But, man, just in general, it's kind of awkward to see them struggling once it gets down to the red zone area. Obviously been able to move the ball up and down the field, I feel like. But for for whatever reason, it's bogging down right there. Yeah, there are two, there, there, there are two distinct elements of, of red zone football. One is getting there, which, you know, they've been able to do that pretty effectively, right? They've gotten there a lot. And then the next part is, okay, what do you do when you're there? And it's that's where yeah. it, and things get more compressed, right? They, they, can't, they're not, they don't have to worry about the deep part of the field so they can get a little more tight in coverage. And, you know, one thing that I think a lot of people might misconstrue when you hear the word miscommunication, it's not like there's a call coming in from the sideline. Everyone's confused about it. They get in the huddle and they're like, what are you talking about? And everyone's confused about it. They get out there, they don't know what they're doing. A lot of it is you're getting a call and there are checks, there are reads. You are basing your route and and the play off of what the defense is doing. And that's where I think there's been a disconnect where a receiver is seeing and reading one thing. They're doing that, what they think is right. And the quarterback is seeing and reading it differently. And he's, and he's expecting them to be somewhere else, or he is throwing it a certain way, thinking that this is how they're going to play it. And that's where, in the, you know, in, in the middle of the field, you have a bit, you have more margin for error, right? You can make those right. corrections in real time. But when you get down to the red zone, everything happens so quickly. If you're not on point, you see what, what happened, right? You, you see these slight misadjustments, these slight misses that prevent you, you know, they call them four-point plays, right? There haven't been a lot of four-point plays. There have been a lot of negative four-point plays to this point in the season. The other thing with Chris Olave is, you know, and, and people have pointed this out online, there's, I think there's some merit to it, but it, it might be being overplayed to some extent, is, you know, it does seem like at times if he's not getting the ball, you're not seeing 100% effort Chris Olave becomes disinterested yeah i don't know what disinterested is the word but like when you're running a clear out route even if you know you're not getting the ball you still have to sell it you know and i think that's where you're not seeing the 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 consistent effort uh from him that you know it's it's you expect more from him because he is such an elite player and i think that's where a lot of the criticism is coming in but you know, a lot of it is also based on, you know, things aren't going well. So you're looking for reasons to be mad, and that's one of them. Want to hear from you on the Oakland Heart Jewelers Talk and Text Line, 504-260-1870. Let us know what you're doing, your pregame uh, ritual, I guess, going into Thursday night football. Uh, what do you have planned going on? I know it's a work day tomorrow, but, shoot, we've got a Saints game, and it's black and gold looking to snap a skid uh, and get back on track. We'll be back with more right here on First Take after the break on WWL. Closing out the first hour of First Take, want to say thank Thanks to good folks at Magazine Pizza for feeding our in-studio Saints game day crew. Magazine Pizza, 1068 Magazine Street. Dine-in or delivery, the best gourmet pizza selection in town. Magazine Pizza also has pasta, sandwiches, wings, and salads. Just go check out MagazinePizza.com. Steve Geller along with Jeff Nowak here on First Take. We'll be back with more right after the break here on WWL. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.